This is Mr. PTO, and you're listening to Echo Mel Radio. Today's date is February 25th, 2019. So, what I'm going to kind of talk about today is the U.S. two-party system farce, which basically means baloney, fake, hogwash, rubbish, trash, whatever it is that you know, Farce is a joke. Probably that's what you know it as. And just to kind of put a few things in the light or perspective that you, I'm sure you already are aware of this. This isn't something new. Most of you are voters and you've probably voted more than once. And you kind of know what the swing of stuff is. But I'm going to go ahead and um, just kind of throw some stuff out there today. So, to me, just my opinion, what you've been hearing a lot of lately in the news is socialism. Uh, Folks saying socialism won't be here in the U.S., it's not possible, or you'll hear capitalism, how good it is, how bad it is, and all of these things. But, in my opinion, I think we've already experienced some low-key socialism. Um, Now, of course, our president says that there will never be, that we'll never be a socialist country, yet our national debt is $22 Seems to be a socialist system to me that allows so much debt, right? I mean, $22 Yeah, dude. I mean, come on. You know, why do I call it a somewhat socialist system? Well, we still have Social Security, food stamp, housing. And just because you pay taxes for these things and you've paid into the the government or the system, if the government has to handle it for you, then it just makes it a social program. Now, these are just my opinions. That's not a fact. These are just what I think. Now you take 70% of U.S. households live check to check. And, you know, a lot of people are using credit cards to even get groceries. People are having to use somebody else's money to get their groceries. When you have a credit card, that means that there was a saver somewhere at that bank or at a bank somewhere, they took that money from that person to give to you to go ahead and spend. Now, of course, some of you are like, well, you think, well, the U.S. isn't broke because we still have these programs in the place. But listen to what I just said. It's like the country's using, using like some kind of national credit card or something. Remember, credit cards come from somebody saving. If everybody stops saving, you have no credit card. It's that simple. They have to get that money from somewhere. Now, when I said national credit card, I don't want you to think that there's a physical card that maybe the president has or the Federal Reserve has or or whoever 
No, there's no physical card. This is just more or less used in theory. But let's just say if your household was ran the same way that this country has been ran, which, again, Republicans are, quote unquote, hey, small government, cut spending, however, give tax breaks to the rich. Democrats are known to be more of, let's bring everybody up, but use somebody else's money by punishing the rich, and we'll just bring everybody up, which those things tend not to work itself. So it's not really necessarily a good idea. But let's say that you have, you know, you make 55000 a year. You spend a hundred thousand, you would be considered insolvent. That this this system was, you know, meant to keep piling up in debt. For every dollar created, there'll need to be two. They'll need to replace that one dollar. This is the issue that Venezuela has had, from where when um, Hugo Chavez was around, and he first created his socialist party. It worked great. It worked outstanding for a while. You can't knock it. I mean, it really did. Uh, the, the poor the poor class ended up kind of coming up a little bit. They were able to get jobs. They were able to get school, health care, and all of these things. However, Venezuela wasn't a very well-diversified country and literally only got its money from oil. And once that oil price start, definitely started hitting under, you know, $80 a barrel on the regular, yeah, that hurt. They were used to $130 a barrel oil, and that was doing, you know, phenomenal form. But now, you know, it was just like, eh, well, eh. What I guess I'm getting at is, you know, we only have these two-party systems. Like, I'll give you an example, right? So that they say different stuff, but they kind of mean the same. Take President Obama. His thing was hope, change, and move forward, right? I'm sure some of y'all even still have some of those signs somewhere that says uh, move forward. President Trump. Make America great again. Now, here's where I was saying the two-party system thing is kind of a farce. President Obama had much, much stricter immigration policies. He was getting rid of folks left and right. Quick. Nobody seemed to have an issue with that, though. And for whatever reason, here in 2019, the Democratic Party has an issue with getting rid of folks. But when Obama was in office, chunking folks out left and right, no problem. Now, a lot of people say, well, no, nah, no, nah, he never did that. That's a Republican thing. Well, that's what the Republicans are coming off as now. They're coming off as the ones that's tough on immigration or border security, you know, build a wall, get the drones, get the border patrol and, you know, the barbed wire fencing and all of that stuff. 
They're the party known for that now. However, what's interesting since President Trump has been in office, there has been 60 plus gun legislation laws that just, just seem to be, you know, a revolving door of the same old crap. Now remember, everybody panicked when we got President Obama in the office and folks started stockpiling on ammo and weapons and all kind of stuff because they was like, he's going to take the guns, he's going to take the guns, he's going to take the guns. That's all we kept hearing, man. Prayers going to take the guns. And, you know, it was a whole lot of mass shootings definitely during his last year or two in the office. So, and, you know, once you see a president get on national TV and shed a couple of tears, yeah, you know we have we have some issues going on. People just freaked out. However, Obama didn't really flex on the whole weapons thing. But right now, again, with President Trump, which is supposed to be Republican, but as far as gun legislation, it's very Democrat-like. Again, 60 different gun legislations which one of them includes red flag law. Which, it's a whole spill on that. Go ahead and Google that. I, I've, I've actually done a podcast over red flag law. But go ahead and, you know, get your own understanding of it. It was pretty radical to me that we even have something like that in, in this country. Now, I just said, Donald Trump, Republican. But Republicans are known for Second Amendment, Second Amendment, Second Amendment. Hey, the RNC is going to go have lunch with the NRA. Like, that's what that's known for, but it hasn't been that way. You even take the state of California now, where, where they're going to start having an additional ammo tax. Now, we already pay an ammo tax, kind of like how we have a sin tax here in Texas with <clears throat> cigarettes and um, alcohol, same thing. Except out there in California, they're going to force you to register at least once a year for you to buy your ammo, and it has to be basically traceable. That didn't happen under Obama. That's happening under Trump. Now, of course, some of you are saying, wow, that's California, they're going to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. Has some facts, but if he really wanted to, he could have stopped that. He could have said something to keep that from going down. So, again, the whole left versus right thing, it's a bit overplayed if you just listen to what I just said. I pretty much told you that these two parties have the same values, which is to Make bigger government, take away your guns, up your taxes. That's it. Well, because what, what else do they do on the whole? Honestly. So I'm going to go ahead and cut this thing short off tonight. But to me, everybody that's getting caught up in this whole Red versus blue. Um, 
you know, uh, left versus right, progressive versus libertarian or Republican, or, you know, moderate left, moderate right, this whole putting each other in a box thing is just not going to work if we want success. Just straight up. And depending on politicians to to deliver this success, you can't no more. That bird has flown. Those days will not come back again, ever. Start trusting your teammates, whoever that may be, whether it's a spouse, your children, aunt, uncle, mother, father, whoever. Get your team together. Start working on some things. Because I'd hate for you to get caught slipping right at the time that you can't afford for any slippage. But alright folks, have a good night. I'll holler at you good people later. Make sure that you check me out on Twitter and Facebook at Echo Melt Radio. Hit me up in my email, that's radio at gmail.com. Make sure you also hit the like, share, and subscribe. Get this content out to everybody. Whether they may think that you're crazy or not, what does it matter? Because it's not you that's talking, it's me, Mr. PTO. Just let them know, hey man, check this out real quick. That's it. I So I thank you for your help. I thank y'all for your, your support and your donations. And let's just keep that stuff going and growing. And trying to get to bigger and better things. So I hope that's what you're doing with your 2019, folks. Have a good night. Take care. Watch each other's backs. Peace.